Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. John Hancock, WBT, keeping you in touch. Friday morning in the Tyboid studio. That means Charlotte's most beloved John Hancock is in the house for the uh, stretch run here. And uh, he walked in the room a few minutes ago and we were playing an old clip of him at mm-hmm. the uh, the Eclipse coverage from 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been around here a long time and, and I've been around here a, a spell as well. I <laughs> That was a, quite a unique day. And, and, and I, I've sort of forgotten about it almost. And then Spencer called and was we're talking about astronomy and so we... We, we, we brought it up, but that was, um, you know, you talk about things that you, what, what crazy things have you broadcast over the years? It was like Y2K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all the hubbub around that. And then that, you remember everybody was being offered uh, the glasses. They were handing the glasses to everybody, oh, yeah. cardboard and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and yeah. So I remember standing out here in the back, um, you know, and basically you're broadcasting something that you're not supposed to look at. Right. <laughs> on radio. Uh, yeah, on, on the radio. So, uh, but, you know, that was the news of the day, so uh, you did what you got to do. That's exactly right. And listening back to it, I mean, it was, hey, for, 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 for as much as you can do with something you can't hear on the radio, uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I, we, I think we conveyed the feeling across the country. I do remember, now that I think about it more, though, it was one of those things where I played the clip a few minutes ago, and everybody's like, oh, there it is. Wow, look at this. But for the first 45 minutes, it was basically, John, you see anything out there? No, back to you, Bo. Garrison, uh, Gillespie, uh, Scott Fitzgerald, and, and, and it was kind of like, out. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm back here at Ground Central, and no one can see anything. Back to you, Bob. And even if there was, you're not supposed to look at it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're going to broadcast the thing that you shouldn't look at. Okay, I'm confused because this is a hearing medium. Right, right. But you do what you got to do. I mean, uh, it was great to listen to it. I was, I was highly entertained in that last uh, segment, listening back to your 2017 coverage. Well, the best play-by-play guys are, are for the most part, are radio guys because they're the yeah. ones that have to paint the picture that you can't see. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a, there's very much of an art to it. And and sometimes you and I fall into that category. And and the station does on days like that. But I remember, I remember very specifically when they said, hey. Uh, next uh, Tuesday or whatever it was, uh, we're going to do continuing coverage of the eclipse. And I remember thinking, <laughs> that's funny. And then he said, no, we really are. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, the aftermath. Well. <laughs> I used to, back before they put them on TV, used to listen to uh, Muhammad Ali fights on the radio. And to this day, I would rather listen to a big fight on the radio than I would to watch it on TV because a good announcer... Um, can paint a picture, and, and it's you know it's it's kind of why the book is always better than the movie. Right, it's almost better to imagine in your brain what all of this looks. That's and why feels movies like. are sometimes disappointing because yes. they don't meet your expectations. Yes, I I I 100% agree. Every book that I've ever read is 150 times better than every movie version of that same book. When I was seven or eight years old, we moved to St. Louis for a few years, and um, 
Mom used to send me to bed, and I would stick that transistor radio plug in my ear, mm -hmm. and I would listen to Harry Carey and his new color guy, Joe Garagiola, call St. Louis Cardinal baseball games. And because uh, I was a huge baseball fan. And, and to listen to those guys, and especially uh, Harry Carey, um, describe a, a game, I mean, it, God, it was magic. And I still have the utmost respect for sports guys that announce games and Rosinski and people like that. Um, I'm not exactly sure how they do it. Well, you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago about boxing on the radio. Boxing, I mean, boxing on television is hard enough to find these days because boxing's become such a such a niche sport. I mean, it's not the mainstream. It doesn't have the mainstream interest that it once did. But boxing on the radio, I mean, I was looking for some right here. I am the king. I am the king. Just before knocking out Liston again, this time in the first round of their rematch in 1965, he stunned observers by becoming an Islamic minister and changing his name to Muhammad Ali. So anyway, this is a Bob Costas feature, but it's got some radio play-by-play -play of boxing oh, in it. you had the I... crowd noise. You could hear the bell in the background, so on and so forth. After he beat Liston, I watched that fight, or listened to that fight with my uh, granddad and my dad. Um, I could still see the room we were sitting in. And uh, in the in the, for a while there, in the background, uh, you could hear then Cassius Clay. Uh, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm a, I'm a bad man. And, and this was a guy who was supposed to get pummeled. Sonny Liston was living in Denver at the time. And right before the fight, Clay came out and stood in his front yard and mocked him. Liston said, come on, you know, try, trying to get him to come out. And it was just, uh, I re remember all that stuff. But listening to a fight on the radio, it's with the crowd noise and the... Paint that picture on the radio. I love it. I wish there, I wish there was more radio play-by-play -play of stuff other than the the regular. I mean, football and basketball and baseball, sure. But like, I mean, boxing back in the day, and hey, even stuff like like looking back and listening back to the 2017 thing we're playing. I mean, I'm glad we try stuff like that because you know it's different. And uh, I think it, when it the problem was is there was uh, obviously a lot of downtime. But when the the thing happened, I think we we. I think it was a good thing that we did. It just I seemed agree. it seemed weird on paper. No, but it was interesting. It was like I said, highly entertaining to listen back to it. I kind of wish, and I didn't grow up in this era, but I would imagine that family time around a radio must have been so much more magical than family time around a television. When you're all sitting and having um, a group experience, but you're having your own individual experience in your mind about what is happening. CBS or Mutual. Uh, back in the 70s, recreated the old theater-type stuff, and they would run it overnight. I worked for a radio station in Colorado Springs, and I was running the board, and one of the things I ran was these like recreations shows, shows. of... But it was fascinating. God turned all the lights down in the studio, and uh, and you do. You just get totally caught up with it. And that's, that's the true theater of the mind. That's why radio was so great in the 60s, uh, a little bit of the 70s, but 
all those old jocks, that patter, that energy, mm -hmm. uh, and usually the characters, they had, those, those characters were them. Mm -hmm. And they would pre-record the characters and then they would interact with themselves. Yeah. Um, and that was magic. And they were doing it, you know, in between two and a half <laughs> songs. Um, those guys were, that's why when I hear somebody being called great today, I think to myself, oh, God, they, you don't even know. You don't know from great. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> the guys, the really good ones back in the uh, 60s were, were just magic. Well, you know what we do on Fridays? We bring in one of the greats. Hall of Famer Hancock is with us. He's magic. That's right. That's, uh, Not like those guys. <laughs> yeah, but see, you can tell the stories. And uh, we've we got to tell the stories. If we stop telling the stories, then people won't know about the stories. Yeah. So uh, it's part of why, is, you know, we have a lot of missions here, Beth and me do, but that's one of them that I don't ever want to lose. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning, BT. We now return to a WBT Christmas Carol. Hello? Uncle Scrooge? Oh, for crying out loud. As soon as I get a quiet moment, the outside world comes to bother me again. Can't a guy look at his own mail anymore without being interrupted? Answer the door. Come on, my favorite uncle. It's Christmas Eve. Who goes there? I know you're in there, Ebenezer. Oh, please, not my long-haired night out annoying beyond reproach of a nephew, Fred. I'm going to spread some Christmas cheer on you if it's the last thing I do tonight. Only if you stop making a scene. You get evicted for such nonsense, you know. Come on. Nonsense? Only you could find it in your heart to construe this wonderful night's festivities as a form of nonsense, my misguided uncle. Would you please close that door before somebody hears you? Buddy, <laughs> you have got to lighten up. This only happens to be the single most delightful evening of the year, and all you can think about is keeping quiet. That's the most well, positive I've ever heard John Hancock in my life. Is that me? That's you. That was you? This is Brad Krantz and John Hancock. And this is, uh, I'm playing it because we started talking about old radio dramas. And uh, in 1999, we had a program director here, Randall Bloomquist, who uh, came up with this idea that we would do a radio drama. Now, what I didn't understand at the time was somebody had to produce that. That was you, wasn't <laughs> that, it? That ended up, so, but we actually had so much fun with it. We did, uh, we did a, what you're listening to. Is a, a Christmas Carol Christmas that Charles Dickens would be boiled in his own pudding. And then a few years later, we did uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." But I'll tell you now, when in the middle of it, it was the most tedious thing I've ever had to put together. Uh, and you had to corral everybody in the production studio, and everybody record their parts and all the sound effects. Oh, you didn't do it live? No, no. But we, uh, no, this is all. Now you're starting to get it. I don't want to know Christmas. All I need to know is when it's over. So what brings you here anyway, Fred? As if it's even worth it 
I came here to say that Susan and I are having a family Christmas party tomorrow <laughs> night, and I thought I might convince you to come. Well, I don't really have anything to do tomorrow night. Maybe some time spent with everyone might do me some good. I, I knew I could convince you. <laughs> <laughs> you've convinced me, all right. Well, I'm real proud of you for putting aside all of you've the... You've convinced me. No, no, you've confirmed for me that I'm the one sane person in my own family who's smart enough to avoid all this superficial, time-wasting frivolity. Listen, Fred, you go and make merry with the family tomorrow. You go cook that oversized turkey that'll add 20 pounds to your frame. Go poison the children by giving them presents that they assume come free of charge. Go put on your fake happy faces for all those you may encounter. Then call me on December 26th when you have to look back on that exorbitant amount of money you stupidly threw away the day before. Your work is done here. Uncle Ebenezer, I, come on, I almost had you. Deep inside that frigid body, you know you want to come. Oh, well, <laughs> at least I tried. That was you. You don't remember that? No. I mean, I remember doing it, but I uh, wouldn't have picked me out of the... It, it doesn't sound like me to me. Isn't that so funny? How fun. I think we should I think we should bring this tradition back. I don't think it necessarily has to be Christmas. I think we should do some weekend uh, dramedies. People turning uh, uh, their uh, radios on right now thinking to themselves daylight savings time. How far did they turn their clocks up? <laughs> it's well, Christmas around here. One of, one Six of, months? One of my favorite things about it was um, we had uh, Jacob Marley. And I love Danny Fontana, but in 1999, we had Danny record the Jacob Marley part, and, and Danny it just wasn't his thing. I mean, he just, it, didn't sound, it didn't sound authentic to me, so we, I did a re- revised version a few years later and with a different Jacob Marley, as you'll hear right here, and I loved the way this turned out. Scrooge. What does that sound? in the house. I'm warning you. I have an armed response alarm system with a panic button. This is a gated community. Come on. Hello, Ebenezer. Jacob? That's Ty Boyd. Come on, I just took Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Ty came in here. Fine. And he was awesome. Hold eyes, open them, and uh, you'll be gone. It's so crazy that you have Still access to Still the same Eb I left seven years ago. So sure you have all the answers. Anyway, so uh, that was that was fun. So so Spencer calls last hour, sent us down the 2017 eclipse coverage, and then uh, now we're now we're talking about uh, the radio drama that was what 1999. So at yeah. K- KBCO, where I worked in Boulder for such a long, long time, on April 1st we used to do a day called Intervention Day. And we would prepare for it all year long. And we would pick a year that we were going to, and we would do commercials that were fitting for that year, and we would write newscasts that were uh, in order for that day and so on and so forth. And so at like 6, 12 or something like that, interference would all of a sudden hit the morning show, and all of a sudden we would come out, and it would be 1962. <gasps> And all day long, the music was pertinent to 1962 and the newscasts and the commercials and everything. And then at 6 p.m., uh, a little after 6 p.m., 
same thing would happen, and all of a sudden we'd be back in real time. It That's... was an unbelievable workload, but the whole staff worked on this all year long, and it was just the most amazing 12 hours of radio you ever heard. And I bet the listening audience loved it. They couldn't wait until that day happened just to hear what, A, what day and what year you were going to be broadcasting, quote-unquote, broadcasting from. Did you pick years in the future as well, or was it always the past? No, it was always the past. Always the past. uh, Because we wanted the music to correlate. Yeah. But I remember we did 1963 or something like that when the Beatles, and so, uh, you know, people were talking about this. This is this new band from Liverpool, England. And yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's just unbelievable stuff. But what a great window into, I mean, actual history to give people some kind of indication, especially younger generations who didn't live in that time, to let them feel maybe what that felt like. And like you said, it's theater of the mind when you're telling the stories and you get to picture it in your own mind of what that life must have been like. It's a really personal experience. Yeah, no, no. And if you, I think if you proposed it today... Uh, you'd have an awful lot of many people saying, no, it can't be done. I mean, everything was commercials. They might be current sponsors, but they were set in a 1962 theme or whatever. Well, we'll let 1963 will carry us into the news here. And big weekend on the other side. You think you've lost your love? Well, I saw her yesterday. It's you she's thinking of. And she told me. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Big weekend presented by Watson Insurance. There's some friends that I know living in this town, and I've come far to see them. Gonna drag them down. They live in a brick house, painted white and brown. Left a tip for the maid, and I packed up my guitar, dropped my key on the
new edition Legacy Tour is uh, at the Spectrum tonight. That uh, should be uh, uh, interesting. Uh, Hornets at uh, Utah tomorrow, 7 o'clock at the Spectrum. Cavaliers are in town on uh, Sunday at 5 p.m. Charlotte FC at Atlanta United, Bank of America Stadium tomorrow at 12 noon. Uh, a lot of St. Pat's Day stuff going. The pub crawl at Uptown and South End tomorrow starts at noon. Uh, the parade at Tryon and 9th begin tomorrow at uh, 11 o'clock. And uh, the St. Patrick's Festival at uh, Tryon and 3rd uh, tomorrow from uh, 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Green River Fest at the Whitewater Center. Sunday is Selection Sunday. The Oscars are Sunday. Daylight Savings Time Sunday at uh, 2 a.m. And first day of spring, Monday. Sleep Cross every border with nothing to declare. You can look back at but it's best not to stare I need a big weekend Kick up the dust Yeah, big weekend If you don't run, you rust there you go. Boom shakalaka, y'all. Big weekend presented by Watson Insurance Agency, protecting what's important since 1934. Uh, the St. Gabe's Men's Club doing their Linton fish fry, uh, and that's today from 4.30 till 7.30. You can get more information at stgabrielschurch.org slash dinner, but that's an annual event and, uh, and wildly popular, so I told, promised them I would uh, mention it. Uh, and the uh, Players' Championship is underway. That was big when I was broadcasting down in uh, Jacksonville. And Snoop Dogg's coming to town. I guess you guys were talking about that or have been. Well, the fact that Snoop Dogg is coming to town, the the thing that I really want to happen is uh, I, I want us to – we have no indication that this is going to happen, but if we got tickets to that, <laughs> how much fun would it be to name that dog and just play a bunch of barks? <laughs> like, Who's this barking? That's a well, shit zoo. You know? <laughs> he's in town the day before a what, Beyonce. A what zoo? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's in town the day before Beyonce does her big deal at Bank of America Stadium. Yeah. So what if they're all staying in the same hotel? Mm, that'd be a fun hotel. Yeah, I wonder if Beyonce and Snoop Dogg would think that they may be from different planets. I just want to know if uh, Governor McCrory has gotten his Beyonce tickets yet. I know. He calls her Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> well, and hang on a second. I didn't realize this is tonight. Like, do you not have tickets, Beth? How do I not? How? Until this big weekend performance you just gave us, I didn't know that New Edition was here. Yesterday, just yesterday, we were talking about the fact that my very first slow dance ever was to a New Edition song. Keith Sweat's uh, with the... Is one of the opening acts too. Keith Sweat. Wow. I forgot about Keith when Sweat. I got uh, fired in uh, Jacksonville. I went to work for a uh, urban station, uh, Hot 101.5, and they teamed me with an African American guy, and we did the morning show. Was it so fun? No. No. <laughs> because I had no idea the culture, the music, the anything. Uh, it was uh, God. It was just I. I just hated every, uh, and, and I'm sure they hated me too. Uh, I was just so out of my element. And now all the urban stations have come to you. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Right down the hall. <laughs> but I, I was. I mean, I. I did. It was a terrible idea. 
Um, and they were hiring me because I had name value in uh, Jacksonville. Uh, and the people there could not have been nicer. Aww. But uh, the listeners uh, uh, knew they had an imposter on the morning show. <laughs> I'm sure I showed it. Uh, you know, I didn't know Tony from Tony from Tony. I was, uh, Tony, I, was, to- I forgot about Tony, 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 too. Yeah. They have done it again. So it was uh, one of the interesting six months of my career. Well, I'm now very sad that I don't have new edition tickets. I loved and, and Keith Sweat. Yeah, who knew? I, I loved. Did y'all watch on? Um, I think I think it aired on. It might have been BET. They had the uh, like six episode new edition origin story. It was like a, a drama. I did not. No. Oh my gosh! I woke up to this song one day. I know. <laughs> There's enough drama in just Bobby Brown. Oh yeah. But I mean, think about that first version of New Edition with Bobby Brown. Um, went to the Bell Bib DeVoe guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was 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 Tresvant Ralph Ralph Tresvant? Ralph Ralph Tresvant, who now works for a Radio One. He does a bunch That's of right. um, morning shows for Radio One. Yeah. Very sensitive guy. Um, I'm gonna have to do that when I come back. What I was thinking of doing. But I, you know, we're thinking of slow dancing with me to Earth Angel. How did you know? By New Edition. I, we were talking about Big Weekend. There's one more thing John Hancock left off of Big Weekend. So we have strapped on a Friday, which means we're strapping on a weekend. <laughs> Could it have come at a better time? Are you worn out after all the activities from this week? Well, we'll still talk about all the rough stuff, but we're also going to lighten it up a bit so that we can get ready for the weekend and for the eclipse on Monday. <laughs> and they're sending me out there, and I have to see how long I get to stare at the sun. They told me I get a dollar per second. <laughs> that's Scott Fitzgerald. John Moore just sent me that during the break. That's a, that's the promo he did on the morning of. Because Scott used to do uh, what he did 9 to noon for a little while here. Um, and that was the day of the eclipse back in 2017. So that was that was Scott Fitzgerald, as we called him, the new guy. We've just come full circle. I know. Good guy. Very good guy. I like I, Scott. And I think he's remarried and living in Florida, but I may be wrong on that. But he and I uh, um, touch bases with each other once in a blue moon. A, uh, a real radio pro and a guy uh, who was really thankful to be working on these call letters. And he uh, had worked at like WPTF for a long time in Raleigh, and he's been around the block. But uh, wasn't here long, but he, we all enjoyed getting to know him while he was here. And that was from that day. So His dad is a is it Cincinnati? Cincinnati legend. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's the game show that's sweeping the nation, Beth. Name that dog. <laughs> Maybe if I if I speak it, I will will it into happening. I am prepared. I'm ready. So if you didn't know, uh, in Big Weekend, we were talking about the fact that Snoop Dogg is coming to Charlotte. August. August of this year. The day before Beyonce performs at B of A, Snoop Dogg will be at PNC Pavilion. B of A and PNC and WBT. And See WBT. How it all fits together. Uh, when you were doing Big Weekend, uh, I w- there was one thing uh, not in it that I want to add to it real quick uh, because I am, uh, I mentioned this earlier, I'm an alum of uh, Myers Park High School, and this weekend there is basketball at the Dean Dome. Uh, at the Dean Smith Center, it is the uh, 4A uh, state championship uh, for high school basketball. And there are several other uh, games, too. There's uh, girls and boys basketball. But Myers Park, for the first time in uh, 56 years, is playing for a state championship against Richmond Senior at 730 on, uh, tomorrow night at the Dean Dome. And then as we uh, 
learned earlier, and I'm so glad that uh, we had some people call in, but, you know, you have the state championship games. Some of them are at the Dean Dome. Some of them are at Reynolds Coliseum in, uh, at NC State. And so Northwood and Central Cabarrus are playing for the 3A title, uh, and they'll be playing uh, uh, at Reynolds. So you've got uh, uh, all these different levels, men, men's and women's, girls and boys, uh, basketball. But uh, there's my, my alma mater uh, playing for a state title, first time in 50-plus in, uh, years uh, tomorrow night. So uh, go Mustangs. But After having the... played for Kevin Durant a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. The, I mean, how cool is that, though, that we have a Charlotte team going for the, the 4A championship and a Concord team going for the 3A championship? That's huge. There must be something in the water here. We're growing the boys tall, and they're playing basketball really well. Well, and they've got, uh, I mean. Unless you, know, you go to Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, here's the thing about that, though. Um, there, there's a lot of Tar Heel connections on this, uh, this Myers Park team. George Lynch's son, Santana, uh, plays for Myers Park. And George Lynch is at all the games. And that's, I think that's the reason. And, and actually, Larry Brown comes to the games, too, with George Lynch. I, I haven't been to every game this year because my, my daughter's graduated and um, my son doesn't play basketball. So I, I don't see as many as I did, but I've been to two or three games. And, and George Lynch is always there on the back row. And he started bringing Larry Brown with him. Uh, of course, Tar Heel as well and Hall of Fame coach. But uh, the night that Kevin Durant showed up, I think the reason that he came uh, was because he's um, he knows several of the kids. Uh, like, who am I thinking of? Uh, um, Does Larry it, live in Charlotte? Brown? Uh, I, I think he must because he keeps showing up to the games. But uh, Nazar Muhammad, uh, NBA player, has a son, Sir Muhammad, who plays for the Mustangs as well. And from what I understand, uh, Muhammad's friendship with Kevin Durant is uh, why Kevin came to the game that night at the Myers Park game. So there are all these connections, but George Lynch is always there. And then what I was going to say is, uh, you know, there are probably going to be a lot more Tar Heels that come to this game at the Smith Center tomorrow night now that – the Tar Heels aren't playing in the ACC championship anymore. I mean, I know they, <laughs> that's not the scenario they wanted. But uh, Dewey Ferris is a, is a kid who plays for the Tar Heels now. Uh, he's a, I believe he's a senior, uh, junior or senior, but he played at Myers Park. And so he's going to be able, I assume, to go back and watch his high school team play uh, in the Dean Dome for a state title tomorrow night. So there are all these, you know, uh, North Carolina connections, and uh, it's pretty cool. But I don't want to take anything away from all the other teams, too. I don't have the whole list, but like I said, Northwood and Central Cabarrus uh, will be uh, playing at, uh, at Reynolds, and it's going to be a great night for, uh, for, co- for uh, high school basketball across the state tomorrow night. And, of course, there's the uh, ACC championship that will be happening in Greensboro and the semifinals that will be happening tonight, and you have uh, Duke and Miami and Virginia and Clemson still alive. So great weekend of, uh, of sports all around. Uh, Larry Brown and Carl Shearer were in Denver when I was spending my time there, and uh, I used to do uh, – Larry Brown used to come to the nightclub that I worked at with a bunch of – reputable DJs and uh, we used to so I got to know him from that standpoint a little bit and then you know one of the great coaches of all time he followed you here to Charlotte he liked (laughs) you that much yeah I'm sure that's probably the case he was like if that guy moved there that must be a darn good town he uh he restless oh yeah if you'll remember Larry Brown had about 500 coaching jobs all of them in really good places you know UCLA or wherever he, 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 he uh, ended up, but he coach was the, all over the place. But what a great basketball coach. Nice guy. Coached the Bobcats for a while, and uh, they, they were a decent team under Larry Brown. I think Paul Silas is the best Hornets slash Bobcats coach 
of all time. But if you're talking about, and I mean as the Hornets coach, uh, I think uh, Larry Brown is obviously, I mean, he, he's one of those guys. We, we see a lot of uh, coaches uh, that try to coach on the college level and then go to the pro level, whether it be football or basketball or whatever. And Larry Brown has had success at both levels, and it's tough to do that. I mean, Coach K never, never coached an NBA team, but he, he coached the Olympic team with, with NBA players. But Larry Brown, uh, I mean, I, I was showing, uh, I was sitting with somebody at the Myers Park game, and, and they asked me, who's Larry Brown? And I said, well, let me show you his Wikipedia page, and you see his, yeah. you see his resume, and it's like the who's who. of. of I wouldn't be surprised if you lived in this area, and if uh, every now and then you'd be stunned how many ex-athletes live in this area because of climate or Lake Norman or, but I mean, there's... Man, there's uh, there's some famous names uh, that just kind of keep to themselves, but yeah. uh, it's become quite a quite a mecca for retirement. Yeah. Well, this has been a show today. Always is on a Friday. We've uh, accomplished a lot between uh, the five hours that we're responsible for this uh, great colossus, and uh, we're going to have a, a big weekend thanks to John Hancock and uh, do it all again starting next week. So Hancock, always good to see you. Thank you. Well, and we got this out of the way, Beth, so uh, next week we can do this without Bo. That'll be great. Exactly. Bo's on a little boy's trip next week. Oh, come on. Say the full, say it the way you always his say it. His cute little boy's trip okay. in his yeah. little cabin. They're going to talk about basketball and yeah. stuff. Basketball and stuff. Yeah, and so John Hancock and I will be in the studio by ourselves. Dad's away. We're going to play. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Have a great weekend. You too, Grandpa. Unsent. I wouldn't talk about Hancock. No. Uh, all right. Have a great weekend. Thanks to John Moore and Bernie and Mark Garrison and Pam Warner. I'm Bo Thompson for my my best friend, Beth. <laughs> Back on Monday. We're out of here.